0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. I'm teaching a series entitled "Grace and Truth," and Jesus came to usher us into grace and truth. This is part nine of the series. The title of today's message is "Jesus took us from slaves or servants to sons because of Jesus." We're no. I'm not a slave. You're not a slave. I'm not a servant. You're not a servant. Because of Jesus, we are sons of the most high God. And today, when I say sons, I I, I don't, I mean gender nonspecific. I mean males and females, right? So male and female, sons. We are sons of God. So once again, grace and truth we get from John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. Uh, This is what the apostle John said on John 1 and 14. The word Jesus became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Now we saw his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father. He came from the father and he was full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus. So John, the way he wrote it, it's like, man, so if this is true, and it is, the way he wrote it kind of almost forces us to do a comparison and a contrast. Well, I want to know what the differences are then between the law given by Moses and the grace and truth that came through Jesus. I want to know. We've been studying those differences. And today we're going to see that under the law given by Moses, people were like slaves or servants, but under the grace and truth that came through Jesus, we're no longer slaves. We're no longer servants. We are sons and we are heirs with Jesus and joint heirs with Christ. Glory to God. So we've been looking at uh, Paul's letter to the believers in Galatia. We already studied Galatians chapter three, verses 15 through 29. And yesterday we learned that the law was like a tutor or babysitter or guardian given for a certain amount of time. And, uh, and now that guardian or that nanny is no longer required because, you know, we're no longer under that guardian anymore, right? So we're no longer under the law. And so as we studied that in Galatians chapter three, Paul continues his analogy in chapter four. So today we're going to look at chapter four, verses one through seven. Let's get into it. So Paul says, as he opens up chapter four, he says, he says, okay, look, Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, then young children, he says, those children, those little baby children are not much better off than slaves or servants until they grow up. Because even though they actually own everything their father had, they don't know about it. Like it's like, they don't have an understanding of it. So they have to obey their guardians Until they reach whatever age their father set, right? So Paul is saying, okay, look, just once again, let me just kind of reiterate. He's saying Paul wants us to think of of a child, a child who's born with a rich inheritance, and let's say that he is an heir to the throne, right? And then at that point, this little baby, he doesn't understand everything that he's an, an heir to. He just he doesn't understand the inheritance, and so he his father dies and now he's actually an heir to the throne and his father left the will and says okay well you you'll become the king when you're 15 but well, maybe but this but this uh, this child is one and so at one the the child doesn't know you know doesn't have the capacity to understand or to grasp the fact that they're going to be their heirs to the throne and they'll be the king right so in this way he says now if you have another child that's one, playing with that child, that's one, and this other child is the son of a servant, then really there's no difference in those two little boys. Because the one that's a child of the servant doesn't know what he or she has an inheritance to, or even if they have an inheritance. And the one that's a child of the king, although they have the inheritance, they're oblivious to it. They're ignorant of it. They don't have the capacity to understand it right? And so both are placed under the guardian or the care of their parents or their guardians until the point where they can understand whatever it is that they have an inheritance to, or if they have an inheritance at all. So Paul continues on and he says, that's the way it was before Jesus came. He says, we were like children and and we were like slaves to the basic principles and uh, spiritual principles of this world, But when the right time came, God sent his son, who was born of a woman, subject to the law, and God sent him to buy our freedom so that we no longer could be slaves to the law and so that God could adopt us as his very own children. And and now that because we're children, God sent his spirit into his son, the same spirit that was in the son, God sent it into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father, Abba, Daddy. And then Paul says, Now you're no longer a slave, you are God's own child, you are a son, and since you are a son, a child of God, God has made you his heir. So now you have been adopted, you're no longer a slave, you're no longer a servant, you are a son. What does this mean to you today? I have seven things to share with you this morning, let me try to get into these. This is so powerful if you get the revelation of it. Number one, people who follow God under the law, prior to Jesus, were like children born heirs to a great inheritance. But because they were children, like I said, this baby's one, they were clueless about their inheritance. Their ignorance made them no different than the children of slaves or servants born with no inheritance, right? So now they were living the same way. They were they had this great inheritance, but they didn't know about it, so there was really nothing different about them. Number two, prior to Jesus, God's people were spiritually no different than non-believers. So in, in Genesis chapter one, here you have Adam and Eve in the garden. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. They are spiritual. They are just like God, right? But then they sinned. Adam ate. The Holy Spirit was removed. His eyes were open and And now he had to live as a mere man. He had to live under the limitations of mere humanity. Prior to that, he was spiritual. After he ate, Holy Spirit left. He was carnal, right? So because of him, we were all born void of the Holy Spirit. So we have this hole in our hearts that nothing could fill, but the Holy Spirit who created the hole when he departed. And, and a lot of us try to fill that hole with sex, drugs, alcohol, money, women, whatever, positions, titles, but you can never, the, the hole can never be filled until the agent that created the hole in the first place, the Holy Spirit is given. So in the old Testament, no matter what they did, they, as, as much good as they tried to do, they didn't have the Holy Spirit, so they were not spiritual. So under the Old Testament, they were following laws and rules, but since they didn't have the Holy Spirit, they were not supernatural. There was no miracle signs, and wonders operating, operating through them. It wasn't until Jesus came that they were like, wow, this is crazy. This is like God inside of a human doing crazy stuff, doing stuff that exceeds the laws of this world. Guess what? Now that Jesus left, it's the same thing. If you're born again, God is inside of a human doing what humans can't do inside of you, right? And that's how we're supposed to live. Now we're spiritual. Number three, in the fullness of time, God sent his son, Jesus, to be born of a woman so he could be just like us subject to the law in order to fulfill the law so that he could deliver us from it. And then Paul says, God sent him to buy the freedom of us who were slaves to the law so that God can make us children. We're no longer slaves. We're no longer servants. Now we are sons. And and you got to get this down in your heart. Number four, under the law, God's people were slaves to the law. They were mere servants of God. They were like, you know, let me bring this offering. Let me, let me bring this unto God. And they were servants of God. They were serving God. They were servants of God. And the Bible says, you're no longer a slave. You're no longer a servant. You are God's own child. And there's a huge difference between a servant and a son. Number five, Jesus died to deliver us from being slaves to the law, from being general servants of God in order to make us the sons of God. The Bible says, since you are now his child, God has made you an heir. So now you are a son. You are a child of the most high God. And as a son, you are an heir. You have a great inheritance. Number six, in, in in Romans chapter 8 and verse 17, Paul said it this way. He says, now, not only are you a child, but if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So if you look at the will, if you look at God's will, your name is is list, listed right next to Jesus's name. And, and, and you get the same inheritance, glory to God. I mean, there's no difference between you and Jesus. You have the same, your name is listed on the will right next to his. The father loves you no less than he loved his own son, Jesus. The father gave you the, the same Holy Spirit that he gave his own son, Jesus. The father gave you Romans 12 and 3, the same faith that he gave his own son, Jesus. So now you are not a slave. You are not a servant. You are a son. You are a child of the most high God. Number seven, and I close. If you're born again, you are God's son. You are God's child. You're an heir of God. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ himself. Jesus came to graduate you from a slave, from a servant to a son. And and it wasn't because of anything you did. And it wasn't because you deserved it. it. It was only because God wanted to do it by his unearned and amazing grace, not because you're so good, but because God is so good. God has adopted you into his own family. God loves you with the same love he loved his own son. God has called you for such a time as this. Enter into this day knowing that you are not a slave. You are not a servant. You are a son. And it changes the way that you see God. It changes the way that you see yourself, and it changes the way you will see others. Listen, when you know that you're a son of the most high God, it changes everything. So no, this is not about living under an external set of rules. You have the Holy Spirit now. Jesus redeemed you, not back to Abraham. He redeemed you all the way back to Adam so you could walk around like Adam was walking around in the cool of the day, talking with God and God was talking with him. This is how we're supposed to live today. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Now, I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, there was a time when your followers were mere servants They followed you by focusing on a set of rules and laws. They did not have an intimate relationship with you. (laughs) But Jesus died to deliver us from that situation. Because of Jesus, I am not a slave. I am not a servant. I am a son. I have all the rights and privileges of a son. I get to talk to my daddy whenever I want and you are always there to talk to me. You have given me authority to use your name. Therefore, I am not afraid of Satan or any demonic force. You have given me the Holy Spirit so I can operate in the supernatural on a daily basis. (laughs) I don't enter any day with my head down like I'm a servant. No, I enter every day with my head held high. Knowing that I am a child of the Most High God, I have the confidence of knowing that you are on me, in me, with me, and for me. I am not afraid of any man or any force. I am a son of God, an heir to your goodness, a joint heir with Jesus himself. I am a world changer, an atmosphere setter. You use me, Father, to leave an indelible mark everywhere I go because I'm your son. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, and all my notes you can get for free in your email inbox. Go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Click on that thing. So sign up. Put your email address in there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Sign up. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Head into this day knowing that you're a son. You're not a servant. You're not a slave. You're a son. Don't, don't, you don't Don't have to come to God like a servant. No, you're a son. You you are a son of the most high God in this time for you to live like it. Do me a favor before you leave the screen. This is a message that you know people, everyone everywhere needs to hear it. So share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you and God loves you because you're his son. God bless you.